Brett, are you done with that pizza or can we do a podcast? Another episode of Let's Rewatch, the podcast where we like to watch movies we loved in our youth and see if they're actually still any good. I'm Nick. I'm Brett. I'm Sam. And I'm Ash. And today we have a bonus Sam. We have Sam Hurley from the Movie Reviews in 20 Qs podcast. Hey, Sam. Hey, how you all doing? Thank you so much for having me. Doing very well. Yeah, thanks for being here. Oh, my pleasure. My pleasure. Yeah, this is going to get a little bit weird since we have multiple Sams this time. I'm sure we'll figure out some <laughs> yeah. sort of shorthand as we go. <laughs> There'll be all sorts of Sam I am jokes. And, yep. You can just you call know. me uh, Wilson. Oh, uh, there you go. <laughs> That's a She's good idea. just a human beach ball. <laughs> Um, it was a volleyball. Sorry. Shut your fucking mouth. Jesus. <laughs> and this volleyball has standards. Okay. Yes. So. Yeah. God. Is this a podcast with Jerry Springer? <laughs> yeah. A little bit of both. Awesome. I'm sorry, but can you guys go as that for Halloween now? Oh, oh yeah, do the costume. This is a good, this would be good. Yeah, yeah, Brett has yeah, the yeah. beard. Yeah. yeah. All you need to do is put I'm some red paint on your hand and on then your just face. slap her in the face. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. Anyway. Good idea. Not a bad idea. <laughs> so, yeah, Ash, you were on uh, Movie Reviews and 20 Qs, weren't no. you? No. Oh. <laughs> That's funny. I thought you were. We can cut no. this. Uh, this is an incredibly touchy subject at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sorry, sorry. No, no, no. I like I like how you're pitching me to be though. Oh yeah, Sam. No, just kidding. Yeah, yeah <laughs> just I, I can kidding. take a hint, man. On here. No, um, that's funny. We I just thought... we connected on Sam and I connected on um, Twitter, yep. and we both were like, you know, hey, we both have movie podcasts, and I can't remember if you asked me or I asked you, but somehow we were like, let's let's collab and. Okay. Yeah, yeah, that's Invited right. It him was on the show. It was um, literally about a week before me and my fiance, who does the show of me's uh, sort of pre honeymoon. We were right about to go to Europe and spent five weeks traveling around there, so it was like the worst timing ever. And then when yeah, yeah <laughs> and then when we got back, um, we didn't start podcasting again till February, and so it's, we've only sort of started up again. So yeah, we'll start definitely getting in guest hosts and stuff like that soon. So yeah, yeah, that's our life story. Awesome. Oh, yeah. So your show is all about reviewing current movies based on a series of questions? Yeah, yeah. So what we do... Or is it only current movies? No, not necessarily current movies. What we... Okay. We try to do current movies that everyone's seen. So, for instance, we did, like, Black Panther, but at the same time, we try to do movies that everyone hated. So we did Baywatch as well recently, which was quite a lot of fun. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so... liked it. Yeah, so what we do is we basically... We take a movie, it's just got to be a popular movie, and then we ask 20 weird and wonderful questions about it. So... We'll try and do poignant questions or funny questions, weird, bizarre questions. Like we'll do what flavor pizza is this movie or which character clearly needs to get made or, um, you know, like what sex scene are you disappointed not to get? And, you know, you have have a lot of fun between it. So, yeah, yeah. Awesome. I loved your uh, – you guys did uh, Baby Driver and I loved one of your questions was what would your getaway playlist be? Oh, yeah. Oh, totally. That was yeah. so good. Question. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We had a lot of fun with that one. Yeah, that was a good one. Yeah. 
I feel like I'd have to take a lot of time and really cook that. Yeah, up. I know. Seriously, it's gotta be, you got to put some work into that. I think they prepare. Yeah, that feels like <laughs> that feels like an important question. Yeah, it yeah. really does. Yeah, yeah. Like, you don't want to get that shit wrong. Yeah, you don't. You no. absolutely don't. And it's funny because quite a lot of our fans will listen to an old episode and then like just send us messages and be like, "Why the hell did you not pick this out of that?" And you're like, "Mate, I've, <laughs> I literally had the question about five minutes before the podcast, and you're trying to make funny on the fly. You don't really have." <laughs> Like, like everyone that comes on brings a different flavor and we've got one guy that like prepares and does really well and all that sort of stuff and then we've got other guys that will submit their questions that's through a minute before we start recording and all that sort of stuff so you do have a bit of time to prepare and we've tried to make it easier on people by having a standard set of 10 questions at the start and then having their own personal questions that people like to ask um, and sometimes we do go through them and do like a bit of a spitball of what's funny and what are you going to say and all that sort of stuff so quite often quite often during the podcast you'll hear my fiance go Oh, blah, 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 blah. This is my answer. And then you'll hear me just go, wow, that's like a really good answer. That's amazing. (laughs) (laughs) And that's usually us. We've got halfway through the recording and she's like, I've got no idea what this is about, babe. I don't remember this movie. And I have to to throw something at her. She's, um, She's a gem, but she's... She's definitely a person that goes and watches the movie and then literally remembers nothing of it 10 minutes afterwards. So. Oh, my God. That's yeah. my boyfriend, too. Yeah. I'm yep. say, that sounds yep. like me. <laughs> so, I forget movies if they're bad. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm. So it's, it's really hard to record a podcast with her when you ask her, like, who are your three favorite characters that you'd want to take with you on a road trip? And she's like... Um, what? <laughs> you know, and she, and she often has the cast list in front of her, so it's quite cute because you'll be sitting there furiously reading it, and I'm just sitting there just saying, Don't say anything, it's easier for me to edit if there's long patches of silence, so just don't say anything. Yeah, yeah. Well, to be fair, if you were to ask her that question after, I don't know, Rogue One, yeah, like, I've asked people directly after Rogue One, Name a character. Oh, yeah, and nobody can. Uh, the blind monk, <laughs> yeah, there you go, and his name would be. The blind in, monk, in obviously. Ip Man. The character? Ip Man. Irrelevant. Yeah. So there are some movies with woefully I can unrememberable name characters. K2, but that's because he's a lovable robot. What about like Jan something? Because K2SO says Cassian made me. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, Cassian. I don't even know the main girl's name. Yeah, it's a problem. Oh, no. It's probably Elizabeth. Anyway, I don't know. I'm literally blanking as well, and I'm a massive Star Wars nerd. I've forgotten her name. I think her name's Sam. It's Jin It's Sam Erso. 3. Jin yeah, Erso. Erso. That's Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. No, that's her dad. That's not no, her, that's, though. Yeah, that's her. What? Her dad's name and is And I remember because I've Erso. looked this up because I uh, had to. Well, okay. <laughs> her name is Jin, really? J-Y-N. Yeah, not Jin. Like Jennifer. There's, maybe it's uh, Jennifer. There's so many Star Wars fans <laughs> dying right now listening to this. Yeah. Just dying. Yeah. Well, it's not my fault that the characters are unmemorable. I'd like to right. think that there's a whole bunch of Star Wars fans going like, yeah, I can't remember anything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Oh, I hope so. There's so, going to be a lot so, of hate mail. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, Sam, obviously you're from New Zealand. Yep. Yep. Born and raised. Which, yep. which I think we can all agree is the best Zealand. <laughs> it is. It's the newest no. one. <laughs> <laughs> New one's always better. You don't want to go to Old so, Zealand. Yeah. No. Yeah. And and this this really got me thinking. And I don't even know if this is an answerable question, but I'm curious what, how different are are your experiences growing up with movies? You know, we have very specific movies that define our childhood. Are they different? 
mm. for people in in other countries. Oh yeah, totally, totally. Yeah. So we uh, we get a lot of Hollywood influence. We get a lot of British shows and movies and stuff like that. So we sort of get raised on that, and uh, it's it's fascinating because it's really our insight into America. You know, like we like for me, for instance, I watched American Pie and oh, movies no. like that, and I'm like, oh man, if you go to America, chicks just want to sleep with you a second you like walk <laughs> into a party. Like, this, this must be the best place on the planet and stuff. And then yeah, when I, I w- did a trip around um, New York up to Boston, and I was very disappointed. Basically, yeah, oh, <laughs> yeah. But um, so that's we like can the be more whole. Welcoming. That's like the whole thing in Love Actually. I was just thinking kid. that. Yeah, yes. goes to that's exactly right. It was funny because <laughs> we goes to Milwaukee. Yeah, we we actually did like Love Actually recently, and when we watched that scene, I was like, "This is what I used to think. This guy's me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> this guy is yeah. totally Kumail me." Nanjiani, that's awesome. Yeah, Kumail Nanjiani has an amazing bit where he talks about his first day in America was Thanksgiving. And oh, it was no. in New York City, and oh, he saw weird. the parade. And he's like, as, as promised, this is America. <laughs> <laughs> and the other day was very disappointing. Oh, I've seen Aww. that. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. So th- then I wonder, and this might be a stretch, I wonder, did you get Australian television? Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. We get Australian TV and movies and all that sort of stuff as well. Like, we get um, the, Neighbours. I don't know if you guys get that over there, but we knew about Heath Ledger before he was the Joker sort of thing. So, yeah. Mm. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Yeah, like, yeah, America's able weird. to help us out because we were struggling. We did an, an episode on um, Crocodile Dundee. Oh, yeah. Oh. And we know that that dude came from a sketch or a, a, a variety show called The Paul Hogan Show. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Do you... Do you know the show? Can you give us any insight? I know the was show, but um, I literally can't remember anything of it. I think it was popular <laughs> when I was about four or five years old. So, yeah, yeah it was late seventies. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I would have. I would have been born. Way yet. to yeah. age him. <laughs> yeah. Just throw it out there. It could have been reruns. I'm just saying it was an older show. <laughs> yeah. No, we we got Eric Barner on a TV show. I think it was called Full Frontal or one of these other comedy shows. So, like Eric Barner, who you know went on to become the Hulk and all uh-huh. that sort of stuff. He actually used to be a comedy actor. And there's a great Australian, oh, wow. yeah, this great Australian movie called The Castle that you guys should check out sometime that he's in. I don't know why I'm promoting Australia so much at the moment. We're a country as well. But. <laughs> <laughs> I, I brought it up. I just knew you were really close and we were really like wondering about this Paul Hogan show. And Oh, fair enough. You know, yeah. I took a chance. <laughs> yeah, we did that episode and we were like, we've never, ever heard of this. <laughs> yeah. It's it's uh, probably popular in Australia amongst a certain generation. But yeah, it wasn't it wasn't that popular here in New Zealand, I don't think. Yeah. I almost feel like in the U.S. we didn't know that like there were shows in other countries until like the <laughs> Doctor Who reboot. Oh yeah, yeah. right. Yeah. I would say the Office. They have an office. Yeah, well, like it was like, oh, what? Yeah, England has the Office now. God, copycats! Like, oh god, yeah. That's all we do People is remake British that. TV. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, how are you guys feeling about Taika Waititi these days? Oh, he's um, New Zealander of the Year last year. He's he's amazing. Oh, really? Yeah, he's, he's wow. the hometown boy. Yeah, he's oh, he's, um, yeah. I mean, he came out of sort of relative obscurity and then started directing a couple of films. And he directed episodes of The Flight of the Concords. Um, he directed mm-hmm. you know sort of other things. And his star was clearly on its rise. And then when he did Hunt for the Wilder People, just as it got announced that he was going to do Thor Ragnarok, I was like, this is this is phenomenal. This is yeah, yeah this doesn't happen yeah. to New Zealanders. Like the last time we had something that big was when Peter Jackson got Lord of the Rings and then suddenly everyone yeah. in New Zealand became an extra. But um, <laughs> which, which is true. I literally know about twenty people that were extras in Lord of the Rings. Or wow. yeah, that's wow. awesome. yeah, yeah. 
Um, New Zealand, it's crazy. It's like New Zealand's just become a film set, and I think Tyker's helping that. Like, we had um, A Wrinkle in Time got films here. We had Mm. that new Jason Statham movie, Meg, about the giant shark that's bigger than Jaws. I want to see that. It looks so stupid, (laughs) eh? It looks so stupidly good and stuff. (laughs) But um, yeah, so Taika is um, yeah, he's moving on to bigger, better things, and yeah, he's he's awesome. He's amazing. My fiance, had, we're, we're huge fans. Yeah, fiance had the pleasure of actually meeting him um, after a premiere of Hunt for the Wilder People over in Sydney. She was working over in Australia for a little bit, and yeah, like went up to him and said, "My like fiance is the biggest Marvel fan in the world. You're doing Ragnarok. Is there any chance you could be in it?" And he was just like, "Oh yeah, that's sure, no problem, mate. Yeah, it's all good. Here's my <laughs> here's my uh, manager's email and all this other stuff." And my fiance was like, "Is this for real?" And just walked off like. <laughs> <laughs> And when she told me, I literally, yeah, I was walking around with a uh, bloody tent in the front of my pants for quite some time. I was like, this is amazing. (laughs) This is the best news I've ever heard. This is great. But I didn't do it. Yeah, I was, yeah. yeah. I, w- I wouldn't pass up that opportunity. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, they were filming over in Australia and it meant a couple of weeks off work and it was right when we were doing our big trip around Europe. So, yeah, would have been nice, but oh well. (laughs) And it's that weird thing of like, is this... Is this real? <laughs> or yeah. is he screwing with her? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because he's such a surreal person. That, yeah. Brett and Sam met him as well. Really? We did not. Okay, so... so oh. No, I, I maintain that we did because... There's like only one person that looks like him, and we were we were behind him in line for for yogurt. Like right when the movie came out, like he was he was around. Did he have an Australian accent? No, I don't remember an Australian, Australian accent. Yeah, New Zealand accent. Damn it! He didn't have an accent. No! You Canadians are funny, eh? <laughs> hey, we'd much rather be Canadians at this point. Yeah, that's that's a very valid point. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> New new Sam is that uh, I I was the one that stressed so much. Don't call him an Australian. And we were like, yeah, why would we? And I'm the one that did it, of course. It's, it's funny though. Like we we get the association all the time. And when I went to New York, it was funny. The first two taxi drivers I met said, "Oh, you're from where are you from?" I'm like New Zealand. They're like, "Oh, is that that? Where is that near?" And I was like, "Near Australia." And he's like, "Oh, okay. Do you guys have a bridge between them?" And I was like, "No." <laughs> <laughs> and then the second one, literally the second uh-huh. one, said the same thing. Is there a bridge between like Auckland and Sydney? And I was like, Yeah, sure, why not? And then I did the math. <laughs> then I did the maths and I lo- actually looked it up. And then by the time the third one was talking to me about it, I was like, If you built a bridge from New York to Miami, you still wouldn't be able to get from New Zealand to Australia. <laughs> oh wow! <laughs> you could tell them what we yep. did. It, it was like thirty million years ago. Yeah, <laughs> we had. It. You know, when you we were one just giant make continent. Up- anything you should be like yeah. oh, no mate we have a zip line yeah yeah that's one yeah <laughs> so let's let's talk a little bit about our movie this time around which will be con air yes yeah. yeah why are we watching con air because new we sam wanted to okay so this was your pick sam yeah yeah i threw a couple of suggestions at ash and Connie was actually high on my list and i was hoping she picked it I did watch it probably 20 times when I was about 15, and I have not seen it since. Excellent. I remember, Perfect. Perfect. Yeah, I remember a rough premise of what it's about. I remember it being full-blown Nick Cage at his most Nick Cage-iest, and yeah, I just I can't <gasps> wait. That's Nick Cage? I forgot. Nick Cage is in this? Yeah. yeah. Have you seen I've it? never seen it. Oh. Oh, and, no. And I feel like Brett was very <laughs> excited about this movie. I'm so excited, guys. Yeah. This is... Because Nick Cage is the consummate actor in that he's made films of literally every quality. Yes. Like, 
<laughs> fantastic and maybe like questionably the worst actor. What's his fantastic movie? <laughs> yeah. This is it. This is no. I thought you were gonna say John Malkovich. Wasn't that? Oh, is that, he in that? That's yeah. Nick Cage, isn't it? Yeah, it's McKay. John Malkovich is in it as well. John Malkovich is the See, bad guy. Make me yeah. doubt myself. Well, he's like it's it's John Malkovich doing a Nick Cage. I don't know. No, <laughs> Nick Cage is the main dude. Yes. Yeah. They're, but they're in, but they're inside of John Malkovich. Yeah, but you don't see <laughs> him. Oh my god. <laughs> Wow. Wait, are you telling me that Nick Cage is controlled by John Malkovich all the time? Uh, no, it's the other way around. Oh. Malkovich, Malkovich, Malkovich. That was a that was a good movie, but I think this one is is like, better. It, it's all of the is the Oof. intersection of all of the the weird like <laughs> cheese ball action stuff that I love. Yes, and like it's I'm just so excited, guys. And Steve Buscemi. Really? Yeah, yeah. So Steve Buscemi's uh, Danny Trejo, Ving Rhames, <gasps> Dave Chappelle. Danny Dave Chappelle's Trejo. In this? What? Yeah. Dave what? Chappelle? Yeah. Okay, I, I am now to, getting excited. I to, to, to look at the cast and actually, I want to ask a series of questions, not 20 questions, but <laughs> one single question multiple times. Yeah. Okay. And I want to start with the first one, Ash is not even going to know this name. And I want to start with Colm Meany. Yes. Good or bad? Great. Great. Right. I remember he's neither. Great. Great. I remember him being awesome in this movie. He was in the one of the Star Treks, eh? Um Yeah, Chief O'Brien. Yeah, that's he's the one. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Now I'm I'm definitely working my way up to something, but Brett and Sam, Cole Meany, good good thing or bad thing? Yeah, good. It, it, good. I I would agree. I, I'm nervous. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Um Because it could go either yeah. way. He could be great or he could be sad. It could be like, oh, he missed his potential. He could have been O'Brien. But That's he's in an Con Air. Interesting answer, and I want to revisit that. Okay. <laughs> Danny Trejo, good or bad? Good. Excellent. Yeah, I was, damn it. That's what I was going to say. Amazing. Yeah. Uh, Excellent. Yes. I'm very happy about Danny Trejo. I just looked up Danny Trejo. He has. I counted 24 movies currently in production, whether it's like filming or post-production or something. Mm -hmm. 24 movies, a he, total of 356 acting credits on his Oh, list. my God. Wow. And we've eaten his tacos. And his donuts. A bit. What? Really? Does that he have a restaurant sexual? or a truck or something? Yeah. Those tacos, mm -hmm. and they're real good tacos, but they're like three times the price that tacos should be. But they're yes. real good tacos. So you have to go on Taco <laughs> Tuesday. Gotcha. Also, he was in the Pasadena Rose Parade. Yeah, we, he wow. like was the feet from us, waving all like princessly. <laughs> <laughs> and he was holding a chihuahua. He was on the SPCA float. It's pretty cute. Mm -hmm. All right, I think this one's pretty easy. Steve Buscemi. Yes. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. Totally. yeah. Yeah. And I remember there's some particular magic with Mr. Buscemi in this movie. Yeah, it's a memorable that, performance. Yes. That's the one that really stuck out for me. Ving Rhames. Good or bad? I don't know who that is. Great. Uh, Marcellus Wallace in uh, Pulp Fiction. <laughs> He's the computer guy in the Mission Impossible movies. Mm. I'm going to say Ving Rhames is pretty great. Yeah, I love him. He's not like the best actor in the world, but he, he's got some gravitas. I can't remember. Yeah, I'm he, having trouble in placing his... Well, I'm not necessarily asking you to judge him in this movie we haven't watched yet. I'm just saying <laughs> in general. <laughs> yeah. John Cusack. Ooh. Wait, is he in, in this movie yeah. or did he John somehow... Cusack's in it. Lukewarm. Interesting. Sometimes good, sometimes bad. 
I, I, I feel like it would normally be good, but it's a conflicting tone of this movie. I don't know. As a huge fan of Say Anything, I got to say, I'm always on board with Cusack. Right. Yeah, yeah. I can well, get on that. Say Anything. <laughs> I'm probably on board with Ash on this one. Uh, although, I, and I don't have even a single movie prepared, but I'd be curious to know which were the good and which were the bads, because I bet we're on, like, diametrically yeah. opposed sides of I, <laughs> I honestly can't remember what I've seen him in, but I know that I've seen him in movies. Gross Point Blank. Oh. Uh, yeah. yeah, that was Crazy good. Summer. High Fidelity was good. High Fidelity? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't think I've seen that. All right, things start to get interesting. John Malkovich, good or bad? Oh. Wait, John Malkovich is in this too? <laughs> I was just making a joke about John Malkovich. No, I thought I we were talking about Nick Cage and John Malkovich. I didn't know John Malkovich was also in Con Air. Have we ever seen them apart, guys? That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Maybe they're saying. <laughs> <laughs> I love John uh, Malkovich. So, I can't wait for him again. Yeah, he's great. Cyrus the Virus. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Totally. What I'm really driving at here, the 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 checkered flag at the end of this whole thing. Oh, 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 I know it. Is Nicolas Cage good or bad? <laughs> oh, I thought you were going to say, did they book an excellent cast to cover up for a really shitty story? <laughs> not not, not going to say that. Well, I'm going to say this is, a, this is a question that humanity struggles with. Mm-hmm. Is Nicolas Cage good or bad? He's, he's bad, guys. He's bad. The, he's only good in the ironic, I love to laugh yeah. at how yeah. bad he is way. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He's, he's, but he's bad. He started off so amazingly. I mean, aside from like Vampire's Kiss and stuff like that, he started off so amazingly. And I honestly think at a certain point, him and Matthew McConaughey just swapped careers because Matthew McConaughey was his joke. Oh. And Nicolas Cage was his amazing actor. And then Did they, they like, John Malkovich it? They climbed into each other's bodies. Yeah, yeah, it is. They did have one of those situations. And now McConaughey's just crushing it. Whereas Nicolas Cage, oh, just, yeah, he'd say yes to anything at this point. Yeah. <laughs> For every Wicker Man, there's a Raising Arizona. Yes. Like, it's hard to track this dude. And Leaving Las it's Vegas just, as well, which he won the Oscar that's for. That's yeah. true. Raising I feel like Arizona as time was on, good. Like, it, but was it good because he was good, or did it just happen to hit his broken persona in the right angle? Yeah. And, and you got something interesting. He, that's, that's the real main thing. Is he's, he's got one mode. And if, <laughs> if they wrote the movie for it, then it's great. And otherwise, you're like, what the fuck am I looking at? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'll disagree a little bit with that because in this movie, I think we get something that you never have seen before and never will see again. Agreed. Which is gigantic, muscular, badass uh, uh Nicholas Cage. Yeah. Like, muscly Nicholas Cage, that is a weird recipe. Yeah, what? I don't remember him being muscly in this. I mean, other Sam, tell or, me if I'm wrong. Yeah, no, he is. He's, he's pretty jacked in this because he's playing, I can't remember if it was a US Ranger or something like that. He's he's playing some sort of weird military guy that is a killing, lethal weapon or something. And yeah, he's he's jacked as. Yeah. Wow. Huh. So I don't know. This is, this is going to be a weird movie. I know you guys are really excited. You know, let, I I kind of want to get into predictions because I'm not sold on this movie. Well, let me let me <laughs> throw this at you as far as like Nicolas Cage goes. 
as far as like a perspective on him, like you know he's related to Coppola, right? Right. He's yeah. actually Nicholas Coppola. Yeah. Wait, really? So, yeah. Yeah. Blowing so my Nic- mind on this podcast today. <laughs> what? Yeah. So Nicholas Cage is a Coppola and he changed his name because he didn't want to be associated with, you know, the Coppola family already, just so he could make it on his own. Why yeah. did he choose Cage? I don't know the answer to that, do you? The answer is trapped. Oh, wait. No, I do know the answer to <laughs> In that. his I, own box. You do? Sam knows the answer. He do. Um, he, uh, based on Luke Cage, the comic book character. Like, oh, really? That's the yeah. best possible answer. His favorite, yeah. his favorite comic book characters were Johnny Blaze, Ghost Rider, and Luke Cage. You know, Luke Cage. And I think he took Cage from Luke Cage. Yeah. So, okay. so think about it this way, that Nicolas Cage is a rich kid who's just living out his dream of literally, yes, taking any part ever because he's just having fun with it and it doesn't fucking matter if his acting Maybe. career pans out. <laughs> Pretty much. In which case he is succeeding. Yeah. yeah he's a self-entitled like he's just, asshole. Yeah, he's just, yeah. Yeah. So, like, it doesn't even matter. But yeah. it's, it's, it's an interesting perspective. Like, he's, you know, because he does some real questionable stuff throughout his <laughs> yeah. career. But, like, is it, like... Because he because he can afford to take that risk, <laughs> I think you so. know. Is yeah. he like maybe maybe he's actually trying to be the best actor, and he's like, you never know when when uh, the role of a lifetime will, will come by, and like I pull something out of it that no one else could. It's like you're thinking a little higher yourself there, Nick. But all right, go ahead. I prefer to think of it the other direction. Maybe he's trying to living Las Vegas his life, and maybe he's trying to be a terrible actor and destroy his own career. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and failing. He's like the ultimate troll, basically. Yeah, like like yeah. um, like in Thirty Rock, Tracy Mar. No, not Tra- Morgan. Tracy Morgan. How he try? He like makes it big in film, and he's like trying to ruin his career uh, again. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and everything he does, they love. What I would what I would absolutely love is if Nicolas Cage one day does a fallback where he does a Sofia Coppola movie. I can only imagine what the hell that would look like. <laughs> oh my <laughs> god! <laughs> Lost in translation. Sorry, Nicolas Cage. That'd be amazing. Oh, God. oh, wow. <laughs> I want to see that version of that movie, though, just to laugh at it. Oh, same. I probably only want to see about 15 minutes, but I definitely want to see that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. then you get the point. <laughs> yeah. See, my mind immediately went to Marie Antoinette with Nick Cage, and I was like, yeah, it's an improvement. See, you're reminding me of there's a website called Nick Cage as Everything. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Where people <laughs> yeah. have Photoshopped Nick Cage into every character possible. It's a good time. Check it out. Well, it's funny that we were talking about him being inside john malkovich because i saw this hilarious photo on facebook the other day that was like the robot inside or the man inside of nicholas cage and it was like as if nicholas cage was a bodysuit and a man leaning out of him and somebody giving him like a glass of water on set as if as if, <laughs> like it, was, as if it was a smaller man inside the shell of nicholas cage wow that's amazing by the way, I'm so, yeah. absolutely loving all this chat because one of our 20 questions is how would you incorporate Nicolas Cage into this movie? And my fiance <laughs> hates him. Like, she hates him sort of thing. So she absolutely hates this. So, yeah, yeah. So I'm loving this all this conversation. Yeah, this is great. This is every awesome. Every time the answer has to be just put him in the lead. Yeah, That's yeah, totally. You put him in every movie. It's funny because I always go for that. I always go for a bit of a part where she's like, oh, he could be like the sound guy or, or like the you know, <laughs> cameraman or something. <laughs> Second AD. Yeah, yeah. She's always yeah, said awesome. that. It's like the guy that goes and gets sandwiches for everyone at lunchtime. I'm like, I don't remember mm-hmm. that part of the movie. She's like, no, I mean for the crew and stuff. Like, like, <laughs> <laughs> wow. uh, so, can so, you imagine having like the type of celebrity that he has, like as a just as a person, 
Like he's he is a living meme. Yes. Yeah, yeah, he is. I think he likes mm-hmm. it though. Wow, like, we got to write that it, movie, The Living Meme. <laughs> well, like that website you were talking about, like it's not just photoshops, right? Like he's the one that that they're they're like neural netting onto the faces of other movies, right? Oh. Yes. Yeah. Yes. yes, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Which is hilarious. I was reading this article. They've got technology now where they can put different faces into video, which First use was porn. You know, there's like, oh, you want to see your favorite actress? Oh, no. They've done this. <laughs> of course, that's but the that first stopped one. really quick yeah. because they got bored with that and instead started just putting Nicolas Cage in everything. <laughs> it's a People better use of the program. Nailed it. It's porn awesome. Because it was more fun to put Nick Cage in stuff. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but did they ever put him in the porn? God, I hope not. Oh, you know they did. Yeah, I'm everything out of here. exists. Oh, yeah. Rule thirty-four. <laughs> yeah, it's like yeah. Nicolas Cage fucking Nicolas Cage. Oh, oh. oh. <laughs> yep, you know it exists. I mean, or John Malkovich porn. really could be inside him. Oh, oh. Stop, oh. stop it, stop it. Take it back. So let's talk about. Have you been looking at my searches for Kanye? <laughs> <laughs> oh, so who Ash? You have not seen it. I haven't seen Sam. It. Yeah, I have you seen it? Saw oh. it. Oh wait, which Sam? Sorry, uh, Wilson, regular Sam. <laughs> Wilson! Um, yes, Wilson. Um, I okay, saw so. it with Brett a long time ago, like high school. So like, oh, a long time ago. So do you have any expectations at all? I think it's gonna be up there with Last Boy Scout, guys. Oh, down there no. with Last Boy Down Scout. there. <laughs> Well, interesting. Like, yeah, down there on the list of movies, if we ranked them from best to worst, but up there on our list of bad movies. I think that segues into my expectations, which is, I think it's going to be better than Last Boy Scout. I don't think it's going to be much better. This this movie, the the director I didn't even mention, Simon West, he directed Tomb Raider, Expendables Two. Anyway, it is not directed by Michael Bay. But in my memory, it's a Michael Bay movie. Yeah, agreed. Yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm not like super jazzed. Like, we went through a list, and most of those actors are amazing. We agree are great. Yeah. Yeah. And Nicolas Cage is weird. So, I I think there's going to be some fun stuff in here, but I don't think it's going to be. So, what do you think, Brett? I don't know what you're talking about. This is going to be a a great movie in the genre of like over the top action movies. Um, it's it's definitely not like a, you know a, a Schwarzenegger joint. Like it's not that wild. Did you just say a Schwarzenegger joint? Yes. Like like a hangout joint with oh Schwarzenegger. <laughs> Shut up. Anyway, <laughs> this is this is an entirely different thing. And like jazz cigarettes. Joint. This was like the top of of the the action roller coaster, but like in that it's a little slower at the top. <laughs> oh no! See, uh, but the, what I, I think there's a lot of character acting in this, whereas in most action stuff, it's just like guns, guns, guns. Mm. And there's like good actors in this, guys. It's gonna be great, and Nick Cage <laughs> might actually be good. At the end of this movie, we're going to talk about whether Schwarzenegger could have played Nick Cage's part. <gasps> I'm going to go with yes, <laughs> and that would have been amazing. So, Ash, you ain't seen it. I have seen nothing. I know nothing, except I'm going to assume from the name that airplanes are involved. Okay. 
Um, Correct. I didn't even know all those people were in the movie, so I really don't know anything. I don't know how I, like, missed this movie, but, yeah, there you go. It's not that shocking. Now... (laughs) And now, I, again, I will say I did happen to see the Rotten Tomatoes rating on this one as well. Why? Why are you always I, looking that up? I, it's, that information is everywhere, Sam. I can't help it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and I am concerned. You can't check the price without seeing the Yeah, I can't score. even like look up the movie without the Rotten Tomatoes thing being the top link. That All sounds right. like a real design problem, like for the enjoyment <laughs> of things. You know, like the, it, just every time you want to do something, the internet tells you, "Wait, no, 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 don't, don't, don't." Well, that's what Scorsese had an article a little while ago where he said that Rotten Tomatoes is like the worst thing for film possible. It's, mm. it's a big thing. There's a lot of articles about that. Mm-hmm. How it just yeah. stops you from ever watching a movie like even on netflix too i'm like oh this has like a 60 percent. never mind you know like for me it has to be like 60, wow. 80 wow mm. i don't know i just like good stuff there's guys. movies that are 60 percent that are good movie bougie well that's the totally and i agree and like there's been ones that have like bad ratings that i've given a chance and i was like oh i'm glad i gave it a chance because i really enjoyed it all right so new sam you get the last word on this you probably are excited about the movie. I'm I'm very excited, but at the same time, I'm kind of worried that uh, I remember this movie having very racist oh, kind no. of undertones, and I'm kind of worried oh. that oh. watching it again, oh. I'm going to be like, oh, shit. <laughs> oh, we, no. We have tread that ground. Do not feel bad, because, you know, I was all for Police Academy, and there was some creepy stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Or I even, was uh... really into Crocodile Dundee, and we were shocked to find some really creepy stuff mm-hmm. there. Yeah. So don't feel bad. Yeah, I won't feel it's bad. It's part of the experiment. As long as the racism comes from uh, <laughs> the criminals. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I'm still excited. I'm still very excited about this movie. All right. Well, let's check it out. We're going to stop recording. We're going to watch Con Air. We're going to see if this thing is actually stomachable. Yeah. And then we'll, uh, <laughs> we'll come back on mic and see how we all feel. Awesome. While you're watching it, New Sam, yep. can you ask your fiance where she think... Nicholas Cage could play a role in this movie? <laughs> yes, of course. <laughs> I will ask her. This may be potentially the most embarrassing movie that she's walked in on me watching by myself. But <laughs> <laughs> which is saying something. So, yeah, we'll see what happens. Yeah. All right. So we'll be back after we watch the movie. Hey, everybody. Uh, Nick's mic broke and sounds like he's talking through a tin can for the second half of the episode. Just want to give you a heads up. Uh, back to the show. How do I live without? How do I breathe without you? Sweet home Alabama. (laughs) (laughs) Can I ask one really important question that that will affect all of my reactions after after this? It is really important. What? is the genre of this movie. Thank you. Everything Thank awesome. You. Everything awesome. <laughs> no, I, I, I think that's a valid point. If it's an action movie, that's one thing. If it's a comedy, I have a very different reaction. Because they did the comedy ending where they're like, here's the clips of people with like their title and stuff. And I was like, wait, yeah. this wasn't a comedy. This what was a straight up it, action it? movie. I felt, yeah, I felt like it was an action movie with like Hundo action movie humor. Okay, you then know? I hate it. Oh. <laughs> if you had said comedy, I love it. What? <laughs> You're it broken. Like a parody on like every action movie. Yeah. I mean, that would be pretty good. Yeah. 
I mean, I don't know. Is is batshit insane a genre? Because that's. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Like, is that on the wall at Blockbuster? Yeah. <laughs> yeah that's insane. Oh, my God. I think oh. Nick Cage is its own genre. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. There you go. I would argue that's, that, that's that all action movies, all all good action movies are comedies. Yeah. Fair. Oh, yes. yeah, totally. Yeah, In yeah, a yeah. way. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think I agree with guys, you. Guys, are you going to break our hearts over there? <laughs> Because, What's your heart set on? because because this is what happens when we don't watch the movie in the same room and we end up with two completely opposing opinions. Vibe. And I'm very scared right now. <laughs> well, I will say that I had a lot of fun with this movie. Okay, yeah, good. Okay, yeah. okay, yeah. good. Yeah. Okay, we it can was still be terrible friends. Movie. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I don't know either. I like it. I think guys. it was like super terrible. I thought it was pretty fun and had some pretty entertaining I mean, part. Totally. I, you guys, Ash was enjoying this. Oh shit. my god. Yes. I, I honestly I really liked this movie. Me too. Me too. I'm so excited yeah. right now. Yeah. <laughs> I think Ash might have written down a lot of quotes. I'm not sure. I did. Okay. Yeah, there's a lot okay. of good ones. Uh I mean, put the bunny back in the box. It's yes. so great. Okay. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so it's awesome. amazing. I think that these people saw Raising Arizona and said, I want this character in an action movie. Because okay. I'll be taking these huggies and whatever cash you got. Is a close cousin of put the bunny in the box. Yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> or, or the I just some of the delivery. It's like I thought Nicolas Cage was going to be the worst part of this movie, but some of his line deliveries were so good. Like the what was I thinking about? Oh yeah, yeehaw! <laughs> like so yeah, yeah. good, so good. Do you know what I am? <laughs> Ugly all day. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite was right there in the very beginning. School is very important. <laughs> there, it was just, it was really fun. I, I really liked it. I, I, I did know. too. Dude, totally right. Like, this movie was so much fun. And actually, the story was pretty good, guys. Like, yeah. it's, it's not like Oscar winning, but we knew that going into it. Like... See, I'm really glad because, like, I literally thought I'd come on here and you four would be like, "What is what?" what? And then it would just be an hour of me going, "No, come on!" It was like real no, funny. Come on, guys! Please just listen said, to me. You set our expectations low in the beginning too, because you were like, yes. "I don't know," you know. You yeah. gave yourself yeah. an out just in case. Oh yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah. I, that was my master game plan. But now that you've enjoyed it, oh, awesome. <laughs> Brett, did you notice? Did you notice the move? What was what, what move? Nosebone in the brain. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yes, mm-hmm. yes. Mm-hmm. yeah. Dick flick. Yeah. Was like, did 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 he die? Yeah. And I was like, that's the rule of action movies. If you slap someone in the nose, they're dead. <laughs> and they even did like the slow mo, like intense music for it too. Like they highlighted it this time. Yeah. Oh, it was so good. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It really was. Guys. The only bad part, I think, was that Trisha Yearwood song. Which one was that? How do I live? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, at the end, it was Leanne Rhymes, I think. Wasn't it? No, I'm pretty sure that's Holy Trisha me, Yearwood. I have no fucking idea. Because I looked up the lyrics. I was listening to the skin, and it said Leanne Rhymes. Really? I don't know. I think what she did the second one. 
The first yeah. one was the original with Trisha, but the last one was the Leanne Rhymes version, I think. Because they played the song twice. How do I live without you? Of course they did. I know. But yeah. I'm glad you brought up the music because the music was the most batshit crazy part of this movie. Because <laughs> it would go from like, I loved like the Nine Inch Nails music. It was very like Nine Inch Nails-y. And then it would yeah. go to Top Gun music. Thought. And then it would spin on like 180 degrees and go to like Princess Bride like. Also, John Malkovich had his own theme song. Which was great. I did like that. I did too. The music was just all over the place. Sam loved the Malkovich theme song. I think that was my least favorite part of the whole movie. (laughs) The Nine Inch Nails music. Yeah. It's like, okay, cool. Yeah. Bad guy. (laughs) I wish the whole movie was just Nine Inch Nails y. No, that would have changed it. That would have changed it. it. But, like, guys, did John Malkovich just kill that part? Uh, yes. Oh, he crushed yes. it. He oh. absolutely crushed it. So good. It, it does kind of remind me, we, we watched Lost in Space, and Gary Oldman as Dr. Smith is yes. like John Malkovich. It's like, these actors are too good for these parts. Totally. <laughs> but they made yeah. these terrible, terrible characters really watchable. So good. Yeah. I, I loved... I don't, yeah, I loved his character and Steve Buscemi too. Yeah, like, damn. Yeah. I mean, I, I got a feel for Mr. Buscemi because you know why he got the call. Because <laughs> yeah. we need the most like serial killer-y looking dude in the world. <laughs> it's so sad because he's like the exact opposite. Like you've heard the whole nine eleven stories, how he like yeah, used to be a yeah, firefighter. True. Yeah, He's yeah. like the exact opposite, but he played it so well. I'm glad you brought up Steve Buscemi because I have a very interesting question. I think I've got the same question. Yeah. Did Steve <laughs> Buscemi's character have a change of heart? And is he actually a good man by the end of oh, this God, movie? No. No. <laughs> Why not? I, I had the same question. I was like, are we supposed to root for this man? This man who's killed 33 people and is now hanging out in a casino. Are we supposed but to be on his side? But he didn't kill the girl. Which I think is an, a, a, an example of how insane and unpredictable he is. He didn't kill that little girl. He didn't feel like it. No, but I don't think But he smashed a coffee cup. No. He liked yeah. the song. Yeah. 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 You guys are talking about songs. That's the one I've got stuck in my head is the whole world in his hands. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, just get out, oh, go, go we away. I've done that one. <laughs> yeah. I, see, like- I see. I think he, he, I think he didn't kill the girl because she said, Are you sick? Yeah. And I feel like that was him coming to terms with the realization that he was sick because earlier in the movie, he was arguing with Nicolas Cage about how he's not crazy. People who work these long hours are crazy but in that scene with the little girl he is accepting and acknowledging the fact that he is crazy well there was like a there was an undertone like in in the writing of the movie one whoever was writing this definitely had that uh you know the political agenda of prison makes people worse and yeah like steve buscemi goes into prison and like you know on the plane he's just like yeah i kill people like i'm not crazy for doing that and and all it needed was uh the compassion of a child to change his mind (laughs) (laughs) yeah clearly not not his daughter's show (laughs) yeah i think you guys are analyzing the wrong movie 
<laughs> like I don't think there's depth to be mined here. I think it was just he's he's. Oh, dude, crazy. there's absolutely depth to be mined because the totally. way they frame that shot of the table with the broken coffee mug, they were intentionally making us think that he killed the girl. That was yeah. a very powerful oh, for sure. shot. For sure. And like, why would they? Why would they do that if there wasn't meaning it's, to that? Because the um, writer I, thought there was meaning. <laughs> I feel like I feel like there was a, a version of this movie that they tested for screen audiences where they didn't have that shot of the little girl running after the plane. Oh but yeah, yeah. I feel oh. I feel like somebody watched that and they're like, "Nah, man, too come far. on, this is way too dark. Nah, nah, we can't put this in there." And totally. so they put a shot of her in there. Just yeah, yeah. Maybe. Maybe I don't know. I I I think it was a subtle way of them nodding to the fact that he had become a changed man. That part where he's sitting down with that girl is probably the only part on during the entire movie that I actually talked out loud and I said, oh, no. Oh, no, I forgot yes. about this. Oh, no. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> it's funny. I did Like, I laughed the that. entire time, but, yeah. I, I had a very clear memory of him sitting there with the girl drinking tea as the plane flew away. Right. Oh. Like, I completely remembered the movie playing out that way. Mm-hmm. And it's weird. It's Berenstein Bears all over again. I don't understand. <laughs> well, they, yeah, they almost made you, I feel like they almost kind of did that though. Like you didn't know he was on the plane until later. Maybe. Yeah. 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 Maybe that's what crossed my wires. Yeah. But it, that there's that one shot too, when he's like talking about what's insane and what's not. And like the lighting on his face changes. And I saw that his face goes down and gets yeah. darker as he the, like the talks about plane. this dark shit. Yeah. Oh yeah. my god, so good. Like there's some pretty good shots in this movie. I don't know what that archetype is, but it's one of my favorite character archetypes in movies. It, and and we kind of got it a little bit with Lost in Space, uh the um like the prophetic kind of like villain, you know? Yeah. And it's I don't know, it just adds a whole other just weird super deep layer to like even if it even if it's not actually there it just makes everything seem more uh important yeah (laughs) okay so here here's an interesting question i was thinking about watching the movie can you name one actor in this movie who played the character that they usually play danny Uh, trejo yeah (laughs) okay yeah trejo yeah yeah you got me right there but I think most people in this movie are playing completely different characters from what they usually play. O'Brien. Totally. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah that was not O'Brien. I guess Cusack is yeah, Cusack's a kinda... good guy, but I've never seen Cusack in an action movie. No. He did no. a good job. Yeah. Well, wasn't Point Break or... Was Point Break it? was an action movie. Yeah. John Cusack was No, the other one. I was gonna yeah, that was kind of... Oh, what was it? Blank? Yeah. I don't think um, that, that was action. I think it was... I think mean, it was more drama. There was that 2012 movie he did, that um, natural disasters one where he's trying to save his family. Oh yeah, well, that was instantly forgettable. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm such a film nerd. This, this movie should have been, been named John Cusack has a bad day because oh totally. <laughs> There were yeah. so many characters in this that had a bad day. My favorite was the police officer who got caught up and they're like, no, 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 the plane's full of cons. You've got to store them. You've got to store them. <laughs> yeah. And it's, yeah. it's like someone like, just told Ugh. him, you've got to work for your lunch break. He's like, oh, Christ. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> His reaction was so yeah, Christ. undermined. Oh, okay. Like, I'm, I'm going to go 
guy now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, but man. he seems so blasé about it. That in the um the old time round it the truck that just had the yeah. entire place explode around him. And yes. He's like, don't, don't kill me. And then oh, you got to lay off the drugs. It's like yeah, now. Yeah. Life lessons. What are you doing, dude? And the uh. way Nicholas Cage is calling him old timer, just yeah. like yeah. in Raising Arizona, there was a guy who called him old timer. So was Raising Arizona before this then? Yes. Yeah. Oh, okay. When was Raising Arizona? Like the early 90s, right? Earlier 90s? Late 80s. It might have been 87. When was this movie? 97 or 98. 98. 98. I mean, 97. the graphics, like the, the few CG things that happened in this movie and the practicals like really held up. Yeah. CG stuff, or is there just a lot of complex compositing? Like the car floating behind the plane? Yeah. Mm-hmm. There, there and the plane landing things. in Las Vegas was CG? But, yeah, they were like tactfully mixed in with practical. Yeah. And it was only one year before Lost in Space. And I think it oh, looked wow. a lot better. This is what I've Sorry. been saying for so many oh. episodes is like there's just a valley of sorrow that was the CG in Lost in Space. And before it was better and after it was better. <laughs> yeah, I mean, come on, that monkey was not okay. I don't know if you've seen Lost in Space, Sam, new Sam, I, but I did I did watch it when it came out at the movies and I I was in an age where going to the movies was still really awesome and cool. And I think that was the movie that I walked out of and I was like, Whoa, they can make shit movies. Oh, <laughs> I've been lied to my entire life. Uh-huh. What the hell was Joey doing? <laughs> That's fair. Yeah. So I love how the end of this movie just turns into like a rap music video in like Vegas with money and explosions. Motorcycles. Motorcycles. Yeah, Yeah, that was, that felt very like stylistically different than the rest of the movie. Yeah. That's when it turned Michael Bay-y. And I was like. I felt like it turned Michael Bay at the. That oh, at second airstrip where they're like blowing cops up and yeah. shit. And I think it was true. Michael Bay from the beginning, like that, what? especially the editing style. Oh, yeah. I felt like I was watching Armageddon. Like it yeah. was that same editing style. Hmm. There were a lot of like close shots too, where I was like, "What's happening?" But <laughs> like, that's such a Michael Bay thing. Like the shot is too tight. I don't understand the action that's happening. <laughs> so you know what I I was pleasantly surprised about is while there was some racism in the movie, none of it, it was like bad. a part of the plot or or any of the characters that we were supposed to like. Yeah. Yes. Like, yeah. Yeah. Because I did mention before we started about how I was worried about some of that stuff, and then yeah, I, I did love the shot of Ving Rams at the front with a whip whipping the white guys towing the plane. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's good. <laughs> yes. Well, this is going to sound controversial as shit, but I think the racism in this movie is Tarantino-like. Yes, yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah. Yeah. They're mm-hmm. just using it to be a quippy dialogue between totally. manly, badass men. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah. Right? This yeah. is how badass men talk to each other. They call them. They call each other racial things. But like, yeah, yeah. they even had there, you know, not even just the racism, but there was the uh, the opportunity for a very uncomfortable moment with the uh, uh, the character that was either gay or cross dressing or trans. Oh or my god, he was my actually, favorite character. They didn't ask that question because it's not important. Yeah, yeah. He was just a criminal that was cross dressing and not 
a cross dresser that then that's criminal. You yeah. Know? yeah. Yeah. They just Although they just were. Nicholas Cage reeled back to punch him, but then decided to do an open hand slap. Because he doesn't hit women. Right. It's he was he was playing it safe. He was uh, respecting their pronouns. <laughs> it was so funny though. <laughs> it was funny. It's just I don't know how to take that. What it did happen to the Native American guy though? He just like disappeared halfway through the movie. No, I think he fell during that uh when the police were coming through the boneyard oh. with the machine gun melee, I, I think you went down there. What I loved about that, um, the cross-dressing character, was at no point do we find out their name. And then in the credits, um, yes. they were credited Sally No Can't Dance or something like that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, what the hell? I know. All of the names were just like, what is going? And that is that does support your theory that it's parody because it that is comedy. You know, like, why would you do that? an action did they do that at the end of top gun what the the, the like, character with the yeah character? i think they might have done that on top gun interesting okay but like we were because it was produced by jerry, jerry bruckheimer he'd uh, produced this one he produced top gun oh, that would make a lot of sense oh, yeah. that explain, that he's like um it's like if you're trying to get off michael bay you go to jerry bruckheimer he's like the next step down for transitioning <laughs> i think yeah i think bruckheimer produced a lot of bay's movies i think they're yeah, like yeah. package for a while that explains the banus. <laughs> the banus? Oh the my god! Oh, no, 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 no! Take it back! Take it back! <laughs> no. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> We've lost new Sam. Uh, <laughs> yeah, what? So I like that one. We were talking about how. We, you know, some of us can never remember the names of characters. I remember the names of so many characters in this movie. <laughs> Like, oh, really? totally. yes, if you're saying this movie is better than Rogue One, I agree. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Honestly, I also agree. Uh, unironically. <laughs> I, yeah, so, I gotta agree too. So <laughs> this movie totally felt like an 80s movie, but it was yes. made a decade too late. <laughs> like, yes. How? Which again makes it feel like it's parodying like eighties action films. Yeah. I would it's say so it's weird. more homage. Well, like he Nick okay, Cage yeah. had the mullet, and then there's that one chick with like the weird like short feathered haircut, and mm-hmm. like it feels like maybe they <laughs> like they they might have filmed this ten years before, and just sat on the footage. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe maybe somebody wrote it, and it took them ten years to find oh, a studio to make it. <laughs> totally, yeah surprisingly good like just the story plot point was really interesting from the beginning like and the way they handled the whole jail part like i don't know it just felt really good pacing wise i envy ash like discovering like ash is putting the pieces together oh yeah oh okay i see what's happening now yeah i was like oh this is the plot of the movie okay i'm on board (laughs) nobody gets to go into a movie like this not knowing what's gonna happen yeah i had no idea what was gonna happen oh con air oh (laughs) yeah you know i feel like it would be cool to see a modern day version of this but i also don't know that they would do it right but I loved, I love that idea. Like I love this idea of this airplane being hijacked by, by these. You know, it's a little preposterous 
yeah. that many of the worst oh, yeah. criminals are on it's one ridiculous. place. Well, and I think there's only two ways this movie would get made nowadays, and it would be the uh, the post Nolan like hyper grit that would just make it a weird dark movie, yeah. or it would be like a Seth Rogen movie. Yeah, but I think yeah. I think <laughs> the the thing we're all forgetting is that plane hijacking movies cannot be a thing anymore. Is like post nine eleven, like yeah. So it, it I was could be also feeling a little twinge where it's like they're coming into Vegas and they're like, "We need all the police and fire trucks on the Vegas Strip." Oh. Oh, and anyone that can do CPR. Yeah. yeah. Also, yeah. also, they're flying into Vegas, and they're like, try to make it to the airport. I'm like, what about all the empty desert around yeah, Vegas? We were just there, like, like a, a quarter mile to the left. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so you're John Cusack. You're meeting with Nicolas Cage's wife. You're explaining to her all of the gritty details of this horrifying thing that's happening. In front of her child. With the child in the room. Yeah. Horrible. I guess there's nothing to say there. That's fine. Oh, no, no. Uh, yeah. But on top of that, you then decide to take the mother and child to a crime scene where a plane yes. has crashed into Las yeah. Vegas, potentially killing thousands of people. And be dead. Well, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah potentially killing everyone on board the plane. Like, they had no idea what had just happened. Yeah, yeah. with no debriefing whatsoever. Yeah. He's mm-hmm. like, okay, bye. I like how yeah. he's like, he like helps a little girl off and he's like, okay, go follow your mom. Like, like this yeah. is a fun trip for her. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Although I did like John Cusack's little tongue-in-cheek thing with O'Brien slash actors whose name I can't remember of like, should have shot the plane down, huh? Don't shoot it down. He's like, yeah, it worked out much better this way. Like, <laughs> at least they were calling attention to that fact. That always bugs me in a movie where like the motivation is to save one person and the way to save that one person results in the death of 50 other people. Oh, but like it's very Superman movie. It's very American. Yeah, yes. like the whole Bo Bergdahl shit. Like, yeah, that's what we yeah, do. Totally. Oh, so yeah. this is another nine uh, eleven thought that that uh, affects oh, good. whether Keeping or not it positive whether or not this movie works. And it's it's something I legitimately don't know and didn't bother to look up before we came back. But the biggest plot hole in the movie. Uh, because I can I can totally buy the police incompetence and like maybe these guys in jail have like a good plan to escape that it just happened to go well. But the very first time that Cyrus the virus left the cockpit of the plane, the pilot should have shut and locked the door. I said that too. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Ash yeah. Said that. And now were there was that not like a real option before they reinforced all the doors after nine eleven? Like, were like the, was it just an open door? Not- can he not let go of the joystick or something? I don't know. There's like auto cruise, right? Well, or something. I mean, forget about any other. Is it, has it changed since 2001? It, it doesn't matter because it was a prison airplane. Yes. The cockpit door locks. <laughs> yeah. Like, totally. Yeah. Or, or you have failed at being a prison. Well, I guess so. that's why I'm wondering, <laughs> like, as, as a, from an, a flying perspective, like, can you not? let go of the plant like can you not let go of the controls like is that why he couldn't get up i i believe he could let go of the controls for that amount of time yeah if he has autopilot he can let it go for several minutes yeah 
or hours in the case of those pilots that fall asleep on their flights and miss their airport by hundreds of miles. <laughs> yeah. Okay, but that was it. That was kind of like my only like oh, real, uh, real, real, real deep gripe with the movie. Like they, I've got they, a lot of questions, but yeah. <laughs> they crack open a little hole in Cyrus's cell, and it's like, oh, he's got a book he shouldn't have. That's tough. Oh, he's got blueprints he shouldn't have. That's tough. He has a bomb. In a cigar box. <laughs> like, how does he smuggle that into his cell? Well, he had the anarchist cookbook, which it, I mean. So he built it? Yeah. Out he of totally, parts he smuggled in? Yeah, totally. That's what it looked like when he right. opened it. Yeah, but on, I was on, like, on read the anarchist cookbook. And it's like, I mean, you still got to get some like real chemicals, you know? Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, with the logic of a movie like this, I'll be like, yeah. But on top See, of that, though, like they found that hole in the brick, and then they sort of poked their finger through the hole and start pulling that brick apart. Are we to believe that Cyrus every day is scooping up all that dust and rebuilding the brick yeah. and then sliding <laughs> Good it back point. in? Good point. Yeah. Or there's like, like two bricks above is one that just slides in and out. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> But I found that amazing. I was like, and then are we to believe that Cyrus also didn't think, hey, shit, I should probably get rid of all this stuff, considering I'm about to go do it. You know, like, (laughs) I thought he would have eaten all of it the first time he got a chance on it. But, oh, no, I'm just going to leave that around. Also, like, what prison checks the cell? Still a great movie. (laughs) Like, what prison checks the cell way after? Yeah. Like, oh, he's already gone. Let's inspect the cell. And, like, by that time in the movie, it was like... Oh, there was already a disturbance on the plane? Huh. There's a map of a plane that is like right. the plane that we were on? Huh. Like, yeah. and it, it took a really long time for John Cusack to put those pieces together. Oh, my together. God, yeah. It, it took the Last Supper for him to figure it out. And then yeah. how the fuck did he figure that out? That didn't make any uh, sense. That part was totally like, obvious. No, eyes are missing. No, it must be like a fucking cipher for the page. I don't yeah. know. I, I knew it was that right away. That, that actually didn't seem like a stretch to me. Yeah. Of, of all of the things that were obvious, that was the least obvious one. It's, yeah. I, I, I just don't know how he managed to line it up perfectly on the page. Like, you could put that anywhere up and down the page. <laughs> it's true. And you, could, yeah. you could have potentially got a way different story, you know, like, <laughs> I screwed your mum. Hey, what? Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Sam, I love, I love your... Are we to believe? Which which seems like the phrase "Are we to believe?" is probably most uttered after a Michael Bay movie. Yeah. <laughs> and are we to believe? Uh, oh man. So man. true. <laughs> Do you have other questions, Sam? You said you have so yeah. many. I, I have a lot of questions about the um, American judicial and penitentiary system. Oh, yes. Ooh, <laughs> so do we. Ask away. This was so accurate, actually. It's really like yeah. that. Yeah. Oh, exactly, exactly. And it's funny because I remember around that time, I used to listen to a lot of Rage Against the Machine. And then when I saw this movie, I was like, this is what American government's like. And this is what the politics and judicial system's like. They'll lock up a man for... Like what? It was self defense. It was absolutely self defense. Yeah. He was, you know, these God. two, three yeah. redneck guys had decided, hey, tonight's the night we're going to try and rape this guy's missus, even yeah. though it with would, no you know, motivation, the, no motivation whatsoever, pregnant and everything. The guy then pulls a knife on Nicholas Cage. Nicholas Cage kills him in self defense, and then you cut to immediate shot of Nicholas Cage's lawyer saying, "Oh no, man, you got to give up. Just give up. Just take take anything. Don't worry about it." The the only like, inaccurate part about this is. Because Nick Cage is white, yes. that's where it would have been different. 
And oh, I'm not yeah. making jokes here. Like, this is the sad truth. Like, if Nick Cage's character was a person of color, it would have gone the way it went then in the movie. Then this movie suddenly is much more believable. Yes. Or even worse. Yeah. 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 yeah that's, that speech from the judge, like, because you are a military person, you are a trained <laughs> weapon. That was yeah. the worst. Yeah. But I feel like it should have been like, because you are a member of the military, we're letting you off lighter. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's what I would, how I would have expected that to go. Yeah, or like, we're letting you off, but you're getting a disarmable discharge or whatever it's called. Yeah. That's what I was thinking is like that, I mean... Right, as ridiculous as that kind of was, uh, there's no stronger premise for setting up the moral fiber of your character than yeah. like, you're in prison because you're a vet. Like, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. thanks well, for your service. Here's some jail time. <laughs> yeah, and and like we keep comparing it to Lost in Space because we literally just watched that last night. So I'm sorry, Sam. Yeah. But That's okay. unlike Lost in Space, it also gave me like some really good reasons to root for the main character. Totally. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. he's a good guy that was wronged. Like, mm-hmm. you know, and he has a daughter and he like, seems like he's trying to educate himself and better himself while he's in prison. Cause he was like learning Spanish and all sorts of stuff. And he's not just a fucking perv. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I've got, um, I've got a question around the daughter. Do you guys actually think that is his daughter? Cause I, his wife was three months pregnant and he's Fred just come said. back from war. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. Maybe yeah. that's why they really was, tried to beat him up. Maybe he killed the real father. Oh. <laughs> yeah. but, this movie's getting better oh and better. God. Yeah. He's a regular. <laughs> <laughs> oh. No, honey, don't beat him up. Please. Cage killed his yeah, daughter's yeah. dad. Oh. I, was, I, was, I was amazed at that part. That and the fact that he shows up in Mobile, Alabama, which I'm suspecting is a big city, but the army drops him off by boat. Like, what, what, where boat is he coming from? Where is he coming from at oh, that point? On the Miss. No. I thought it would have been easier question. for him to just drive up. Mississippi? Yeah, yeah. No, I don't know. Uh, a good point. Alabama's on the sea. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Is so it? the army sends people home by yeah. boat. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I fucking don't yeah. know our own country. Louisiana and Alabama. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, cool. All right. <clears throat> that's okay. So you other- can take a bridge from New Zealand to Australia, I've heard. <laughs> that's true. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. 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 It's, only, it's only like a 20 minute drive. It's really quick. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> The the other the other thing that I sort of read into this maybe a little bit too deeply is right at the start when he's first in prison to get get sending those pink cakes like those pink sugary cakes. Oh, gross! Yeah, yeah. And, and then he keeps giving them to Bubba, and we later discover Bubba's got diabetes. Now I'm wondering if Nicholas Cage <gasps> gave him too much sugar. Oh, oh, oh no! Oh my god! And that's why he's so protective of him because he's given the guy diabetes, fault. and now he's dying from insulin shortage. Oh my god! Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> Nick that's Cage so is dark. secretly the villain of this movie. Yes, mm-hmm. he is. He totally is. He mm-hmm. killed this poor girl's dad, and <laughs> he gave Bubba diabetes. <laughs> it's funny you pull out the the, the Bubba connection because it seems like that dude, like his whole acting repertoire, is getting shot for his friend. Yeah. For a for a slow minded self self new a guy like th- within three years he's you know almost died in the arms of Forrest Gump well he did die in the arms of Forrest Gump and then he dies in the arms of Cameron Poe <laughs> yeah. oh but he did survive he just got yeah he shot. did yeah Pretty yeah that's true but he yeah, died yeah. for Forrest Gump yeah Nicholas <laughs> oh, <laughs> Cage came diabetes. <laughs> 
the whole time after he got the syringe and he's like fighting his way back to the plane, I'm like, well, the syringe is broken now, right? Like, oh, right. He kills Danny Trio with his bare hands and the syringe is fine. I know. Yeah. I thought that. I'm like, why didn't you just take the whole medical box? You're going to break your needles running across all these war zone areas. The the shot, you brought up Danny Trio, and the shot of him when they find him dead, and then they take his body oh, away and his yeah. arms just hanging there was so dark. There's it's like so some good. really dark moments in yeah. this movie. I loved it. But I mean. Oh, yeah. And the fact that he was like, yeah, he's dead. Yeah. <laughs> he yep. him off. Yeah. I mean, that's what would happen, sadly. <laughs> like, like, you know, when Cyrus flies through that, that walk thing, like, he has no hands. That's what happens. Oh, yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah. He was handcuffed. He was handcuffed to the ladder. He had, oh, he's yeah. flying through there with no hands. <laughs> and, and let's talk about that death. I mean, he flew through that thing with no hands. He was still on the road. And then he gets teleported to a goddamn, like, concrete crushing facility. Yeah. Where he's he skipped over the electrocution. Oh, yeah, the electrocution. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The and fall, he's still the electrocution. Alive. <laughs> I mean, still alive. This, this is where you get the phrase overkill. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or Bayham. Well, he oh, did crush man. it in his performance, so he deserved to be crushed at the end, I thought. That was <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. Uh, and what about the part, it was so fast, but there's a part where he's, like, fighting Nicolas Cage, and then a fucking propeller comes through the plane in between, <laughs> between them. <laughs> that was that so was cool good. Shot. That was so good. But like, oh, I loved it. It yeah. totally, shot, it's totally the, are we supposed to believe shot? <laughs> are we to believe? <laughs> yeah. if, we? if it killed him, then that would have been too far. But the fact that it just went through, I bought it. I was like, okay. Man. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it was hilarious. I'll give you that. <laughs> did, did you have more, Sam? It seemed like you had this whole list. Listen, you have like a page no. in front of you. I, no, I no, did no, write down. Thing. I did write down a lot of comments that I was make that I was just thoughts that I had when I was watching the movie. I just like Cole Meany. We haven't even spoken about him. I loved him, but I I, I loved how he inexplicably just hated John Cusack. And John Cusack's <laughs> been trying this entire time to try and save everything, and then it just yeah. cuts that one shot of him in the airplane or in the bloody helicopter, and he's like. Oh, where is he? Oh, it's probably off saving the fucking rainforest. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Why? Why would he be off saving the rainforest? It felt so out of left field. And then at the end of the movie, I noticed that John Cusack was wearing sandals with socks. And I was like, oh, wait a minute. Beginning. Oh, was it? Yeah, I missed it. Yeah. Oh. Oh, see, th- that puts a whole different spin on it. Suddenly, I feel like, you know, O'Brien was totally correct in his assumption that he sucked. Like, <laughs> I could not take seriously a law enforcement who, official who was wearing sandals and socks. Yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah. It, also- it definitely does bother me. It's this character that's just, like, angry at everything and causing conflict. But it also bothers me that Cusack is the the guy who's always right, but nobody will listen to. Yeah. Oh, totally. And movies yeah. like this always need. Why won't yeah. you listen to me? We have to get there. Mm-hmm. Why won't you listen to me? You can't shoot him down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, It's usually a scientist. Mm-hmm. You know, you have to listen to me and they don't and then everything breaks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's true. Yeah, that's so true. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's the classic idiot in charge. Yeah. That's exactly what I was thinking. Yeah. Classic idiot in charge. Speaking of yeah. which, why is the DEA in charge of this situation? 
Well, they were trying to interrogate somebody about like a drug thing. The right? guy yeah, in the private the, chat. What? What? The oh, guy. that's who he was supposed to be spying yeah. on. Yeah. Okay. The guy with the private jet. Oh, oh yeah. Because the DEA guy, oh, they okay. put the guy on the plane, so that was Colmini's oh, he was investment the, in it. The guy with the private jet was the Colombian drug lord. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, I know that, that but sense. like, why? Why did they give him so much power to like fly a fleet of like missile carrying helicopters to take down the plane? Like, he's I, fucking yeah, I DEA. <laughs> I think once his agent was killed, they he some. And I don't, I'm not saying it really makes any sense or that's how it works in the real world, but somehow that meant he was able to take over the situation. I mean, that's, that's how the movie justified it, but yeah. Oh, I can't explain it to you, Sam. (laughs) That that sort of brings up another question. Is there a lot of people of, uh, from Ireland in the DEA? Like, do they all have Irish accents? (laughs) I was really struggling with that. I was like, oh, he's totally got his Irish accent. No, no, he's doing an American accent. Like. I kept it changed from scene forward. to scene. Yeah, it totally changed from scene to huh. scene. Yeah, I didn't pick up on that. I didn't Did either. American to you? Yes. Okay. I don't know. He just was him. There was a, there's a little bit of the Irish in there, but it's hard yeah. to uh, to unsee O'Brien. That's true. Yeah. This well, I've never like a, seen him as O'Brien, so maybe that's why I didn't. I was gonna say this. View. It seemed like the whole movie might have been like a holodeck simulation. Yeah. <laughs> well, I was also in which he got to be the biggest asshole that he could possibly be on the planet. He was like yeah. living out these weird narcissistic fantasies of just being an asshole to everyone. Yeah. It explains why he didn't really care about his car. Yeah. And mm-hmm. then he had to explain yeah. the whole thing to Bashir. <laughs> why do you do these things? Yeah. He reminded me of the exact same guy from Iron Giant. That like wouldn't listen oh, to anybody. Yeah. The same military dude. It definitely Man, seems like a stereo military stereotype. <sighs> totally. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, I guess we should kind of roll around to our final, uh, <laughs> our, our our final feelings here. Sam, what do you think about this thing? Wait, Old Sam, new Sam. Sam. Uh, okay, a regular Sam. Sam Prime. <laughs> That's so offensive. <laughs> He's always regular Sam to him. <laughs> I'm a regular on the show, so I'm regular yes. Sam. Got it. Mm-hmm. Um, guys, I really fucking liked this movie, and I can't tell you why. It's not a good movie, but it was so much fun. I was not bored yeah. for one second. I was really entertained. I laughed. I cared about the characters. Why? I guess I'm just confused. Like, it shouldn't be good, but it was. questioning your whole life. I'm going to agree with you 100%, only to add the variable. If it's a comedy, it's a great movie. If it's not a comedy, then it's just broken. <laughs> but I enjoyed what, it. What is it listed as? Did you look it? Let's look it up. Oh, God. What, While we're what looking genre? Up, Brent, what do you think? Yeah, guys, I really fucking love this movie. It's a good, good, good movie. And I don't know. You guys can rip on it and say, like, it's bad good. I think it's good good. This is, like, every single moment of this was gold. I said something about it being, like, you know, not a a Schwarzenegger movie. It had so many Schwarzenegger-esque one-liners. Like, Oh, yeah, totally. Could Schwarzenegger have played that part? It would have yes. been a it would have been a weirder movie. <laughs> Guys, yeah, a totally I mean, weirder movie. 
I looked up the genre on IMDb. Action, uh-huh. comma, crime, comma, thriller. Okay. Romance. <laughs> Romance. <laughs> Horror. Yeah, then it's a broken movie. I, I love this movie, so that's that's it. It's this is a this is a part of my spirit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This is the spirit I married. I stand by it. Wow. <laughs> All right, Ash, you ain't never seen the movie before tonight. Oh, I'm so on Brett's side. I <laughs> yes. really liked it. It was so good. But, like, I also could understand why you wouldn't like the movie. It feels like, you know, in um, Hot Fuzz, the movie that they keep watching throughout the, that's like a buddy cop movie. Bad Boys 2, which we should also watch. Yes, it just feels like the type of movie that, like, is totally, like, guys would get around, yeah, you know, to, like, it feels like Top Gun-ish sort of territory, But in my opinion, I feel like this was better. Like, I was just never bored. Like Sam said, I I was really entertained. Like, I thought the beginning with the, like, letters back and forth in Nick Cage's monotone voice was hilariously bad. But the rest of the movie, like, I was on the edge of my seat with, like, some of those scenes. You just said something crazy. Which I, 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 we have learned over the course of doing that I'm this crazy. podcast. <laughs> Con Air is a better movie than Top Gun. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I never would have mm. believed that shit before we went back yeah. and watched them. It's true, though. That is messed up. Yeah. I don't know. I just, it was. Wow. Was I was the only really person who good. hated Top Gun? I can't remember now. I think no, we all I, I thought it had all flaws. Kinda, <laughs> yeah, I was very disappointed in Top Gun. I remember thinking, so it's a movie about a school. Yeah. <laughs> like, there, there's not a war. There's not a conflict of any sort. It's just people going to school. Hogwarts for planes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, but, yeah, I loved it. I, I thought it was really, really fun and entertaining. And, uh Yeah. Yeah, so many great one-liners. Like, I just knew as I was watching it that Brett was just, like, laughing his ass off, too. Like, I I wish I had watched this with you in the same (laughs) room. All right, Southern Hemisphere, Sam. What do you got? Yay. Uh, Yeah, I mean, I unashamedly love this movie. It was great. It was... There's quite a few movies because we watch them for our podcast where halfway through I'll pause to look at the time and they'll look up the runtime and think, oh, shit, you know, mm-hmm. blah, 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 mm-hmm. you know, can't wait for this to end. This one I looked up the runtime and I was like, oh, oh, no, oh, no, no, <laughs> don't end. Come back, don't go in. You, you're getting increasingly, increasingly more insane. And it's it's funny because I think what I love the most about this is Nicolas Cage is so batshit insane in most of his films. And in this movie, he was a bit more mellow cage and he wasn't you know full cage and Mm -hmm. i think i I got a bit more on board with his character you know if he's supposed to be the protagonist of the film it's hard to get on board when he's so batshit insane whereas this one loved it absolutely loved it yeah yeah set pieces are great right random side characters just amazing yeah yeah it was awesome yeah so the good news is if you're bummed that this movie is over there's lots of great nicholas cage movies out there the problem is you really need to roll the dice (laughs) yeah you do you do I think that's a we good did. a good point though Ash is I, I think I said that at one point while we were watching it is uh I I called it over the top all of the characters are over the top but none of the acting is. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Like yeah. even we didn't talk about Dave Chappelle 
was like fantastic in this and his character he could have been larger than life because it's dave chappelle and like instead he like was very restrained with his comedy but it was I'm a great. criminal bitch. <laughs> yeah. That could have happened. That could have happened. happened. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Although most of the racism came from his character, like the yeah. real racism stuff, which so. kind of made it funny that it was coming from Dave Chappelle in that a weird funny. way. Yeah, yeah, he, he's yeah, one yeah, of those yeah. people who can be racist. It and was it's like cool. okay, because it was Dave Chappelle, and you're like, well, he's not serious, you know. Yeah, yeah, that's true, yeah. Alright, so that, uh, I guess we had a pretty good time. Yeah. Good pick, Sam. Southern oh, I've loved it. Sam. Yeah, thank you. It's been amazing, yeah. So you are a really uh, insightful movie watcher. I, I yep. think people definitely need to check out your podcast. Yes. Uh, yeah. I'm assuming you're getting it through the normal means. It's on uh, iTunes and Google yeah, and all those directories. Yeah, yeah, you can find it anywhere. If you just search movie reviews in 20 Qs and uh, 20 is spelt with the new numbers, so two zero. Um, yeah, find it anywhere and, yeah, have a listen. It's usually me, my fiancé, and a couple of mates, and we just do this sort of stuff, just rip apart a movie in 20 questions. So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> awesome. And it's really fun. I highly recommend it. I've, I've listened to it and enjoy it. Oh, thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. Is there a Twitter or anywhere else where people can check you out? Yep, yeah, you can find us on Twitter at Movie Reviews In, and we're on Facebook at uh, Movie Reviews in 20 Qs. Or if they like to get us um, get in contact with us the old way, we are mritqs at gmail.com, and always happy to incorporate fan questions and fan suggestions and all that sort of stuff. Yeah, yeah, it's good. Awesome. Well, thanks for reaching across the planet to join us. Yeah. To watch Con Air. It's a, it's a great time. Taking time yeah, away awesome. from your wedding. Hey, yeah, you know, yeah. con air themed wedding. Just try pitching it. <laughs> I definitely would love to roll down the aisle in Nicolas Cage's wig, but I, yeah, <laughs> I'm pretty sure I would not see Stacy. I think just, she'd be hijacking a plane again the hell out of the country if she saw me doing that. Just put little airplanes in your centerpieces. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> oh, I'm so going to try oh, that. Yeah. Ask her what part Nick Cage could play in your wedding. <gasps> oh, yes. Oh, oh you legend. Okay, okay. Efficient. Yes, definitely, <laughs> definitely. I was going Again, to do that. the lead. Yeah. <laughs> I was I was considering doing my vows in the way of Nick Cage like out of Vampire's Kiss, but no, I'm going to I'm going to use that instead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, this is coming out after the wedding, eh? Yes, awesome, thank you. Stacey <laughs> <laughs> so doesn't need to hear this. <laughs> All right, so that, uh, I think that was a good time. Thanks for joining us as we watched and picked apart Connie. Yeah, if you like the show, this is part of the Last Dash Network TV, uh, Last Dash TV Network of Content. Uh, it's this podcast and a YouTube channel with a cooking show, drinking show, video game parodies, and a lot more fun stuff. Things, lots of things. We have lots of videos. Go watch them. If you if you like us, Brett and I have a drinking show, like you said, and we just release. <laughs> sh- shut Thank up, you, We have a drinking, <laughs> drinking show, like maybe, you said. maybe. Um, you should definitely check it out. They're awesome. I've watched quite a few. Yeah, oh, yeah they're thank great. you. Yeah, 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 we just released a gag reel for our Game of Thrones episode, which is pretty great. So um, check that out and. Uh, yeah, you can follow us. We're at Laughstash TV on Twitter, or we're if you want to follow this podcast specifically, we're at Let's Rewatch on Twitter. And um, normally, 
I tweet a picture of the movie so that you can guess it, but I was so enthralled with this movie. I forgot to do it. I'm sorry. Wow. <laughs> oh, um, yeah, my line. Um, if you liked our podcast, please give us a positive review on Google Play, iTunes, or Stitcher. And uh, we are new to the oh. Spotify. Spotify. Spotify network i guess if that's what you call it so welcome spotify people we're not on a network with them whatever <laughs> they just distribute. are they not a network i don't know we're on it's that thing spotify yeah we're on spotify we're, though we're yeah streaming music service yeah we're on mm-hmm. it yeah I, I don't know if i don't know if you can leave reviews on it if you can please do we'll educate sam for the future don't worry i know <laughs> i don't use it I think you can leave comments on like the things you're listening to on Spotify. So if you want to listen, leave a comment on specific episodes, you can do that. Right, Brett? Uh, yeah, sure. <laughs> see, <laughs> Brett doesn't know either. And no one will see it. Give, give it a try. See what happens. You know, if you're, if you're so inspired, just uh, walk outside of your home or office and just scream into the void. I love Let's Rewatch and we'll hear you. <laughs> <laughs> we'll feel it. Well, so thanks again, Sam Hurley, for joining us. It was, it was a good time and a good movie suggestion. Yeah. yeah, my pleasure. I've had an amazing time. Thank you so much for having me on, guys. It's been amazing. Uh, it's of been a lot course. of fun. So make sure your podcast feeds are up to date and do whatever people do with Spotify. We'll be back in another two weeks <laughs> for another episode of Let's Rewatch. Yeah, uh, next time we're going to watch Disco Beaver from Outer Space. Is that just a bedazzled beaver? Like a bedazzled vagina or something? It's like three oh, it is about a vag. Yeah.